0: How many of you have seen the movie The Blind Side? Movie star is Sandra Bullock. It's about a football player. His tough upbringing, A family takes him in, and he makes it into the NFL and shines and becomes one of the NFL stars. Well, there's a little bit of a twist to this story, and I want you guys to stay tuned for more. Welcome to All In Society, the ultimate show where poker, finance, and health merge. I am your host, Claude Winston. Join me as we dive into the thrilling world of poker, expand our financial intelligence, and unlock secrets to a healthier lifestyle. If you want to know more of who I am, what I do, and whom I do it for, make sure you check out my website, www.allinsociety.com. That's all, the letter N, society.com. You can also view my YouTube page that is youtube.com forward slash at all in society and link will be in the episode description for exclusive behind the scenes. Look at my poker sessions and daily adventures. Make sure you check out my new Patreon page. Uh, you can take advantage of the free seven day trial of my poker session recaps. And guess what? You missed last week actually missed yesterday my big score and we'll dive into that later in this episode so make sure you check out my patreon new episodes of all in society drop monday wednesday and friday every monday wednesday and friday monday and wednesday we drop them at 8 p.m and on friday we drop them early for you 5 p.m on friday Please make sure you follow the podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Download all the episodes of the podcast. Make sure you share with your friends and family and please leave a review. Last but not least, if you're planning a trip soon and you need some new high quality luggage, make sure you track out Travel Pro for your high quality luggage and gear. Use the code and episode description. You should be able to get 15% off. Tell them where you got it from. All right, moving along. Today's topics we're going to discuss my my poker recap last week, and I had an awesome week. I will, because I have an awesome week, I will be donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital, a bare minimum of a hundred dollars. Uh, we had a good week, so we want to um, we want to share some of that wealth and and do some good by donating to a great cause. We'll discuss MGM National Harbor's poker series starting on Wednesday, August 16th. And let's dive into Michael Orr's The Blind Side. Potential lie. So according to ESPN, this is a little bit of breaking news, so we're going to dissect it, guys. Retired NFL star Michael Orr's story is well known. As we discussed, you've probably seen the movie The Blind Side starring Sandra Bullock. The film tells a story, if, you do not, if you're not familiar with this story, the film tells a story of Michael Orr, an American football offensive lineman who overcame an impoverished upbringing to play in the NFL with the help of his adoptive parents. However, and this information I believe is just dropped today, petition in Tennessee's court, on Monday was filed with allegations that a central element of the story was a lie concocted by the family to enrich itself at his expense. The 14 page petition filed in Shelby County, Tennessee probate court alleges that Sean and Leah Ann to who took Orr into their home as a high school student, never adopted him. Instead, less than three months after Orr turned 18 in 2004, the the petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document, making them his conservators, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. The petition further alleges that two he's the two he's used their power as conservators to strike a deal that paid them and their two birth children, millions of dollars in royalties from their Oscar winning film that earned more than $300 million, which or got nothing for. He received nothing for this story, I guess is what they're trying to say here that would not have existed without him. So he received nothing in that story that revolves around him. He received no type of benefit and the story cannot be told without Michael Orr. in the years since the two years have continued calling Michael Orr their adoptive son and have used their, assertion to promote their foundation as well as Leah and to his work as an author and motivational speaker. Michael became aware of the situation in February, 2023. So what do you think of this situation? Um, What do you think should happen? Should, should criminal charges be filed? Um, they should have to provide Michael with some compensation, right? Uh, I, I would love to know a little bit uh, deeper. How um, We'll keep tabs of the story, um, see where it goes. If you'd like to read further, the article um, is from ESPN.com, and I will share the article with you where I got this information in the episode description. All right. Let's talk about my hot week at the poker tables. So the week of August 7th through the 13th, um, we ran pretty hot. I didn't hit one. I had two high hands at Maryland live. So that was a total of $800 playing one, three at Maryland live. I made $1,084. I also played 1-3. This is my first session at MGM since I've left working there. I won $370 in in one session playing at MGM. And I also played 2-5. This is my first session of 2-5 this year. And obviously my first session of playing 2-5 at MGM National Harbor. I sat with $500 and I cashed out for over 1600. So we profit $1,165. So we did, we did very well. Um, so total in cash games, 2,619. And with the high hands on top of the cash game winnings, we won just over $3,400. And I'm not sharing this information to gloat. I'm just kind of showing you the receipts guys that I, I do this, but Understand that I'm not going to have weeks like this on a consistent basis. This is me running really hot and actually kind of just running at expectation. Nothing got played very well. Um, I caught some hands, obviously, right? But I don't think that I caught just these amazing hands where, you know, I didn't get a bunch of aces versus kings or anything like that. I've really just been playing really good poker, making good calls, making good folds. Um, getting people to put their money in because they thought I had something else. Um, it's really doing well. And I also I told you guys obviously we would let up uh, a few episodes. We were talking about me playing tournaments this month, and I played that six hundred dollar multi flight five hundred k guarantee. I didn't do well in that tournament, but and I I think I shared the sentiment that I was very really looking forward to playing the six max event. Um, The six max tournaments um, for those of you who are not familiar, um, typically you play um, no limit Texas Hold'em with nine and before COVID it was 10 handed too. Um, But six max, you just play with six players at the table. So it's a little bit different dynamic. You have to kind of play a little bit differently. If you don't adjust your play, you might find yourself on the rails, not making any money um, and watching from a distance. So, I stated last earlier this year. I took second place in the same event. Essentially, it was a three hundred and fifty buy-in, and uh, I took second place for seven thousand um, dollars. Well, this time I made the final table. We chopped it four ways. I um, was dead tired. Uh, I had second in chips. I I got lucky from the. Uh, let me go back. I got very lucky at the start of the tournament. Um, I had three cards to hit and i hit my card and from there i kind of hit the to I, I i did not jog i just ran and i kind of ran over the competition every table i went to I was um cleaning them up um uh, busting players left and right if it was a bounty tournament I probably knocked out at least 10 people uh to yesterday um so it was a long day the event started at 4:15 I didn't get there till I think like 5 30, probably didn't sit down till six. Cause I was an alternate a little bit after six. Um, but, but we played till like four, four, 30, 4 five o'clock in the morning. I didn't get home till six o'clock in the morning. So I was pretty tired after getting up, um, at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Cause I slept in a little bit longer than usual. Cause I knew I was going to be, have a long, well, I was expecting to have a long day, long, um, morning. So it all paid out, paid off. Um, second, I had second in chips. We did an ICM chop. Um, so basically, you, if an ICM chip chop is to explain it for those guys who don't play a lot of cards or tournaments, every chip has a value. And so, say uh, your chip is worth one dollar. Um, so my value for my chips were. 9 I I cashed for 9155 I think the amount was. Um Excuse me, my profit was $8155. For second place outright was $12,000, um but I cashed for just over $9,000 based on the ICM chop. Um the shorter the third and fourth place guys who had the stacks shorter than mine but not too much behind mine they kind of cleaned up, right? Because they were only expecting X amount, but they got higher because they were. we did the ICM chop. Um, I wasn't really in the mood to kind of negotiate and try to take more money. Um, I think we were all kind of tired and slap happy. So I was fine with walking away with 9K and just and calling it a night. Um, so it gives me some opportunity to get some rest. Uh, we were late into the tournament. I, th- I had over, I believe we were at, 15,000, 30,000, I had 1.1, uh, million. So I had enough play that I could have, you know, waited to bust someone out, but we were all pretty much even outside of the big stack Had My stack, he had me like two to two and a half to one. Um, so, um, we were all relatively close. Any big hands would have really, um, shifted, uh, the standings one way or the other. So I think everybody was happy with taking the money that they received. Um, so, yeah, I had a, a a hell of a week playing cards. So going to give me the opportunity to play 2-5 a little bit more. Uh, maybe I wouldn't say I'll play more tournaments, but I will be playing um, here in MGM National Harbor next week, and we'll discuss that. Well, that's a great transis- transition. We'll run right over into that. So, as I just mentioned, um, discussed previously with you guys, Maryland Live is having their tournament series first, and then MGM Hash- National Harbor is having their tournament series in their ballroom um, from August 16th through August 28th. And they have some 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 great events at their series. The first event is a $400 mystery bounty. It's a 500 k guaranteed tournament. They also have a few other smaller events. Some of the events that are going to be popular is a seniors events a $300 buy-in. They have, actually have a $1,500 five-card PLO championship, so that's interesting. Um, the tournament that's always popular um, in the poker room itself is the Cakes Classic Bounty. This one's $300. Uh, they're going to offer a $400 tag team tournament. A uh, tournament I'm looking forward to playing, but... Um, uh, we'll see if I'll be able to jump into It's a $1,500 freeze out fi- $50,000 guaranteed uh, freeze out just means once you get knocked out, you don't, there's no reentry. It's one and done. So I like that. Um, you, you you sit down and you play the best of your ability. There's no opportunity to get back in. They are having a $3,500 high roller with a $100,000 guaranteed. And their main event is a $3,000 buy-in with a million dollar guaranteed prize pool i did want to dive in a little bit deeper in some of the tournament schedules so we're going to dive in deeper into the mystery bounty as i said as i stated their first flight is going to be august 16th they have uh, a b all the way through f flights so wednesday 4 p.m they'll have a flight Thursday, two flights: one at ten a.m., one at four p.m. Friday, another ten a.m., four p.m. And then on Saturday, they're going to start at ten a.m. Everyone that makes it to day two is going to combine on Sunday to play at eleven a.m. August twentieth, and they should play to a winter to a winner. This is a mystery bounty event, so these tournaments are are, are a lot of fun, right? The the all the money is on day two with the bounties. The, the largest bounty is $25,000. And we'll explain uh, how that bounty process works. So bounty just means when you knock somebody out, you will be able to have an opportunity to pull from a drum or, or open an envelope to win a cash prize. Um, you don't know what that cash prize is. It's a mystery, right? And so that's this kind of the suspense. So you kind of you want to knock people out. Um, you still want to win the tournaments because there's still going to be natural payouts like there naturally would be in a poker tournament. But they're taking money out of the prize pool as well to give players the opportunity to win minimum fifty dollars in the mystery bounty up to like I said, stated twenty five thousand. They also have some main event entries uh, for three thousand dollars in there for you to win as well. Um, so there's going to be a lot of uh, aggressive action, um, a lot of, <laughs> this is going to be a fun tournament. I'm personally going to play this twice. Uh, initially, before I, I I did well this weekend, I was only going to play it once. Um, I don't necessarily like putting a lot of money into these type of events. Uh, they don't have a great structure. Um, You have to, 10% of the, so so say you had a hundred players that played, um, flight a, the first flight, 10 players are going to make the money. Only 8% of the players are, so eight players rounded down are going to be able to make it to day two, who have the opportunity to play for the bounties. So 10%, you make it to 10%, you make the money. Um, the minimum day one payout is, uh, I believe. Yes. So $500. So you'll make money if you make it um, to 10% of the field, not much, Um, but you really, all the money is really on day two and you have to play it down to 8% of the field. Um, So it's kind of like if you had a hundred players, you're playing down to a final table. So essentially think of it, just trying to reach the final two, final three tables um, of your flight to make it to, to day two. More likely the, the final table and then for the later flights like Saturday, it has majority of the people you'll, you know, kind of like two tables will be able to make it to day two. So it makes it a little bit more difficult to make it to day two. And then when you make it, when you run deep in these kind of tournaments, unless you, you peel a, a, a big bounty, it kind of sucks, right? Cause a lot of the money has been taken out of the prize pool. So you kind of want to play aggressively and play for, play for the bounty, the big score. And then if you get, you know, if you get that big score, then at that point, then you just try to from the bounties and you want to try to win that tournament and just take max value. So play very aggressive, um, knock out as many people as possible. Um, some, some people are going to play differently. Some people might not even be trying to play for the bounties and they just want to let everyone else fight each uh, after each other. And they just kind of scoop in like a vulture and just like mop up those people um, or clean up those people that are trying to chase after those bounties and they're just trying to win the tournament so I guess whatever however you look at it however you choose to play those tournaments um I'm not gonna dive deeper into the PLO tournament the freeze out is pretty self explanatory there's a $400 tag team event will definitely be fun I might I doubt it but I might play something like this um we'll we'll see depends on who my partner is I'd rather play with a uh with a woman to be quite honest with you. I uh, think that would be fun. Some, uh, awesome content and try to get more women involved in the podcast and in poker in general. Um, so something to consider anybody, any women out there that want to play poker and want to put up $400 and are capable of winning a tournament, um, has some, a resume behind them. Reach out to me. I would love to jump in the tournament with you. Um, but this tournament, I just want to see how they structure it. So it says each team member will start the tournament with 25,000 of tournament chips. At the close of registration, team members will combine their stacks. There will be a redraw for seating assignments of each team. After the stacks are combined, team members can switch out anytime they are not actively involved in a hand. Um So they're going to combine and then become one. Um Sometimes at Maryland they played a tournament where... you kept separate stacks, but you X amount of time went by, you swap stacks. So you played, different, you played the two stacks if both of you were still in and you kind of rotate. So it was a different dynamic to it. So this one's uh, not that same dynamic, but it should still be fun as well. The $3,000 main event with a million dollar Guaranteed prize pool, um, nice event, uh, nice structure. Day one, levels are 45 minutes. Day two and day three are 60 minutes. They'll play uh, levels one through 15 on day one. Um, day two, I believe they'll play down to the final six, yep. And then the last day they'll play to the winner. To the winner. Um, they're raking a very small amount, so I like that, less than 10%. Um, so awesome, this should be an awesome event. They'll probably um, crush the guarantee. Um, it's a, MGM National Harbor puts on awesome events. It's nice. It's high. It's high class. Um, there's a couple of things that I think they could tweak and make the experience a little bit better. Um, but they're definitely going to have a successful tournament. I don't think they're going to blow the uh 500k guarantee out in the first uh the first event as some of some people are assuming. Um, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I just think there's a lot of poker going on around the U S and also people are going back to school. It's time to get the kids back to school. It's time to play times over. So I think we're going to have a little bit of a slowdown, but I could be wrong. All right, grab a, a little clip for you to play for the quote of the day. Um, this is a new game. We play at the end of every episode. I want you to name the movie and the actor who said it. jesus in heaven it's a giant q-tip you may not have heard it you might not have heard it it's a fast clip we can play it again let's see if we can play it again for you holy jesus in heaven it's a giant q-tip he says holy jesus in heaven it's a giant q-tip so who says that and what movie is it from this is a it's a comedy. That's your um, that's your that's your tip. So who said it and what movie? Mantra Monday. We're going to dive into it. This is definitely something I read to myself as I started Uh, right before my tournament. I am an unstoppable force embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I am guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks and facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. Together, we overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success and resilience. Within me lies the greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. Together, let's rise and take it to another level. Make sure you read through a disclaimer, guys. And remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you're dealt to the best of your ability, and I promise you'll come out ahead. See you on the felt.